Hey everybody, good evening. Uh, it's Julie Leone here and um, today we're going to do a little meditation using some poetry um, and I've just been writing an article for one of the education online publications about what the schools are going to need when, um, when, when they finally go back and um, uh, I can put the link on a something for you if you'd like that, but about the psychology of what schools need. So we need things like to consider attachment and loss and bereavement and the, the effect of stress on learning. But one of the points I'm making in that article is that we also need uh, creativity. So in schools, um, creativity's got pushed out and pushed out and pushed out for the what they call the core subjects. So kids now get things like drama and music and art um, on a rotation and dance tends to be put in with PE and again that's done on a rotation so kids maybe get um, kind of 10 weeks in a year of one hour so maybe 10 hours a week of something like art or music in most schools most state schools um, and yet when we think about um, humans um, what we've always done is create so we just have to think about the cave drawings the cave pictures that go back to the very very first you know discoveries of humankind um we know that dance is ubiquitous that all cultures have dance sing make music and and that's that's for a number of reasons the research of Bessel van der Kolk is into the effect of trauma and for some people this Covid time will be tra traumatic and the trauma is can be one big event or it can be uh, consistent small events like lockdown, like having things fall away, um, like the threat of illness or the reality of illness in your family and your social circles and his research and Gabor Mate's research shows how your body holds on to that stress and how it changes your physiology, physiology and also how it changes your brain structure and Bessel van der Kolk's research is very much about how things like yoga which for me is always a little bit like dance or movement and music as we used to do it when I was at school um, how those things are really important because movement and allows you to embody and kind of be aware of where your body's holding stress and tension and music and song first of all when you're singing you're inhaling and exhaling deep and long which is allowing your parasympathetic nervous system to be triggered but also there's the communal aspect of singing um, that brings us all together and is soothing and of course poetry is is part of that um, going back to Beowulf was one of the earliest poems um, and poetry really would have started off in the spoken form it would have been a way of remembering stories using rhyme and rhythm um, maybe songs a lot of folk songs still have that element of poetry and and telling a story and poems and poets have sought to use words to express the things that are most difficult in the human condition. Um, and so a lovely thing happened this week. Oh, um, in that uh, my old English teacher, 
got in touch or I got in touch with her, I can't remember. Um, and she sent me a poem. In fact, she sent me the poem first. And this is the poem that hopefully you can see on the screen. And it's by Rumi. So Rumi, as you can see on the right, um, was born on September the 30th in 1207 in Afghanistan. And is seen as one of the wise people of the Sufi tradition. Um, and this poem, for me, sums up maybe what a lot of us are living with at the moment. So if I just read it to you, the guest house. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. So momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if there are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honourably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So I love that poem. I love that poem, the way that it personifies emotions. And for me, it's kind of the opposite of what we do in this society, which is we, we have a list of emotions that are acceptable. So happiness and feeling sexy and feeling um, confident. And then there's other emotions that we think are not allowable. So like shame and envy, some of the things he describes here, malice, um, depression and meanness they're the things that Carl Jung would have said live in our shadow that we don't really like them and the problem with anything that lives in your shadow if you can imagine the metaphor that Jung was using the shadow is what falls behind you when the sun is shining so you're kind of unaware of your shadow and what happens with that stuff that we disown it, it pops out in front of us it's a bit like trying to walk away from your child that kind of runs after you and runs ahead and shouts loudly and so if we don't notice our own meanness it's very easy for us to be mean to other people without seeing it without seeing that we're doing it but kind of we tend to justify it and to say they made us or um if if they hadn't done this then i wouldn't have done that um and just, I know it's a theme that I keep coming back to in these meditations, but actually becoming increasingly aware of the emotions and the thought patterns that are coming and going at this time really are our guides from beyond, as the poem says, be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Now you can interpret that as beyond as in from God, but I think for me at the very least that's from beyond as in in your unconscious that this is a time where things are coming from the unconscious into the conscious so we might notice rage we might notice frustration we might notice loneliness and what we tend to do with those things is push them away because we don't like them and actually what Rumi's saying here is entertain them all entertain them all even if there are a crowd of sorrows invite them in meet them at the door laughing and invite them in and so i think that's something to be focusing on as we do our meditation just that sense of what is coming into our awareness and how can we allow it in and also how might we use the creative arts to connect with this experience more deeply so for me this poem worked but for you it might be a piece of music 
it might be moving it might be singing chanting um i know there's lots of online things that like andrew lloyd webber did an online sing-along um and i think on facebook videos there's those sorts of things going on and lots of families are meeting to sing together online so finding what it is whether it's finger painting or making salt dough to sort of express what's happening for you because some of these arts don't need words and some of what we're experiencing at the moment maybe it's hard to find the words to say what's happening and so sometimes playing with plasticine or coloring in just allows a way of expressing something which doesn't need to be formulated into words so let's just close our eyes and come into the present moment and just become aware of our body sitting wherever it is so if you're sitting just notice your spine making sure that it's upright not so that your back is uncomfortable but just so that your lungs are open or if you're lying just making sure that your lower back is supported you maybe tuck a cushion under your lower back or gently bend your knees um, again just making sure that your your lungs are free and then let's just start with some coming into our body so we're going to use our shoulders which is where we hold tension sometimes so inhaling up through the shoulders and exhaling back and down so we'll do that in time with our own breath so inhaling forward and up exhaling back and down inhaling forward and up exhaling back and down and one more time in time with your own breath and just remembering that meditation is coming into the present moment and just noticing any thoughts or feelings welcoming them in not resisting them but also not insisting that they eat they're not insisting notice that the poem is just welcoming them in letting them do what they want to do without you forcing them to stay or forcing them to leave and very often when we allow things into our experience they just float through they just pass by and we can choose to bring our attention back to what we're doing so now let's change the direction so we're going to inhale shoulders back and up exhale shoulders forward and down so inhale back and up exhale forward and down in time with your own breathing keeping your attention on the breath and also the sensations of your muscles moving noticing how that feels as you're rotating and then come into a point of stillness so on the next inhale turn and look over your right shoulder just notice how your neck feels take a breath here coming back to center turning to look over your left shoulder take a couple of breaths notice how this side of your neck feels it may feel different and then coming back to center and then dropping your head so your chest and chin start to meet and just noticing how that feels so not moving your spine apart from at your neck so you might feel a slight contraction in your throat 
You might feel a heaviness in your neck, but just starting to bring your attention into your body. And then head up. And we're going to play around with our breathing just to bring our focus into awareness. So we're going to start off by breathing in and out through our mouth. And as you do that, I want you to notice and feel the breath in your mouth. Notice the sensations where you feel it in your mouth. It may not be every part of your mouth that you feel it strongly. So you might feel it more on your tongue than at the sides of your mouth. Notice which teeth can feel the breath. And all the time, if your mind is distracted or wanders off or your body has a fidget or there's a sigh sound outside the room just allow that to be there but then bring your focus back into the breath in your mouth you might notice a taste as you breathe in and out through your mouth you might notice feelings of discomfort disease breathlessness or breathfulness just allow those sensations to be there And now we're going to breathe in through the mouth and out through the nose. So just practice that cycle of in through the mouth and out through the nose. And be curious about how that feels in your body. Do you notice anything different in your heart rate? Do you notice any difference in your thoughts, your feelings? Because our mind and our body and our emotions are connected. So if we change something in our body, sometimes that triggers thoughts or feelings. And vice versa. So one more in through the mouth and out through the nose. And then we're going to change that to breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. Again, be curious about where you feel it in your nose and how it feels in your mouth as it comes out and just being curious about how that's different from the other two forms of breathing. Notice any sensations, any thoughts, any feelings, and let them float away, float through. Greet them, but let them move on when they're ready to go. So in through the nose, out through the mouth. And then now bringing that in so that you're breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. And again, just be curious about how that makes you feel, any emotions that arise, any thoughts that arise, any sensations in your body. Guiding your attention gently back to the breath. 
as it leaves and enters your nose. And now we're just going to place our hands on our belly. And as we're breathing, we're just going to be curious about how the breath moves the hands on our belly. So moving it as you breathe in, your hands should be inflating, tummy inflating, the hands pushing out. And then as you exhale, hands moving in. So just notice how the breath is moving your hands pushing them away from your spine as you inhale, bringing them closer to your spine as you exhale. Make sure that one of those belly hands is up near the solar plexus, just under your ribs, and make sure the other hand is right down by your pubic bone inside your hips, and make sure that both of those hands are moving that we're really using the full diaphragm and the fullness of our lungs. So inflating and pushing the hands away on the way in, exhaling and pulling the hands closer to the spine on the way out. And now bringing your hands to your ribs, either crossing them over your body or just bringing your right hand to your right ribs and your left hand to your left ribs. And just start to notice at the side of your ribs how the sides of your ribs are moving with the breath. So again, hands expanding outwards as you inhale, contracting inwards as you exhale. So out. On the inhale, in, on the exhale. And just as you're doing that, notice how it is to be held. Notice how it is either to have your arms crossed across your body, giving yourself a hug, or to have your arms to the side, holding your ribs. Just allow any emotions or thoughts or feelings to surface. Notice them, allow them to be part of your awareness, but don't hold them back when they want to go and move on. Don't cling on to them. Keeping your attention in your ribs as they expand and contract. Moving out at the side and then back in as you exhale. And then bringing your hands to your heart, so either one hand over the other or one hand under, so both hands flat to your chest, one above the other. And again, just noticing how that feels as you inhale and exhale. So chest rising on the inhale, falling or contracting on the exhale. But again, notice how it feels to have your hands on your heart. 
Maybe noticing the warmth of your hands. Any emotions that come up of comfort, reassurance, security, maybe pressure. Don't label the sensations good or bad, just notice them. How does it feel if you push a bit harder? How does it feel if you're a little more gentle? Being curious as the breath moves your rib cage, as your heart beats. As your hands move, as your chest expands and contracts. And now crossing your hands across your chest, hands on each shoulder a bit like an Egyptian mummy. So although we're contracting our chest a little bit here, again just notice what happens in your shoulders as you breathe. Notice how they rise and fall. And also notice how it feels to be held. Notice any sensations, any emotions of having your hands on your shoulders. The contact maybe of skin to skin or skin to clothes. Maybe you can feel warmth. There might be pressure or releasing or relaxing. And just noticing how your arms and shoulders move with the breath and allowing any sensations or emotions to be present in your experience and move on when they're ready to leave. And then bringing your hands to your throat, just gently one over the clavicle, one on your throat. And just notice here what happens as you're breathing in and out. Notice how the breath moves through your throat. Notice how it feels to have hands around your throat or on your clavicle, just in it being curious about the sensations or emotions that arise. Welcoming them in and letting them leave when they're ready. And then bringing our hands to gently cup our nose and and mouth. And as we breathe, just be aware of how that feels. We might notice a change in temperature. We might notice the smell. We might notice a different sensation in our nostrils as we're breathing. Just gently hovering our hands around our nose and mouth. And being curious about what arises. willing to open and let things enter into our awareness and to let them leave when they're ready.
And then when you're ready, bringing your hands down, either onto your lap or by the side of your body, and just keeping the awareness of the breath as it crosses your top lip, through your nostrils, back of your throat, chest, middle abdomen, lower abdomen, and then out again, lower, middle, chest, throat, nostrils, top lip. So just follow the breath a few times in time with your own breathing. And then start to bring your attention back into the other parts of your body. You might want to wiggle your hands, wiggle your toes. You might want to circle your shoulders with your breath like you did before. But before you open your eyes, just spend a moment thinking, is there anything creatively that you would like to do at this time to express or to connect with? Maybe music, listening or making it. It'd be simple like plasticine, salt dough, planting flowers, picking up pencils, moving your body. Often they're things that we did so easily and playfully in childhood and then we forget them. So just spend a moment tuning in to what is calling to be expressed creatively through you. And then spend a moment reflecting on your day and spend a while thinking about what you appreciate in yourself, what you appreciate in other people and what you appreciate in the greater world. And often it's the simple things which we have been too busy to focus on, which maybe now we have time to have attention and appreciate a bit more. And then finally set a positive intention. What is one kind thing you can do for yourself in the rest of the day? Because the kinder we are with ourselves, the more kindness we have for others. And then when you're ready, just wiggle your fingers again, wiggle your toes. If your eyes are shut still, bring your hands up over your eyes and open your eyes behind your hands, looking at your palms as you move them away down to your lap. And have a look around, just taking in your environment and what you see. And namaste means the light in you sees the light in me. The light in me sees the light in you. So namaste. Thank you for being here this evening or on the recording if you could make the call. Um, if you've missed some of these meditations, they're on my website, julieleone.com, under the video and podcast tab. Um, under the wellbeing tab is a list of the live sessions every week. 
um, I've been writing blogs so far about this week about um, how to stay with not knowing and just some of the things I've been appreciating. And there's a free online course that I did with Psychologies magazine that you might like if some of this emotion stuff is feeling a bit raw for you. So do share this with recording with anyone that you think would be useful. So it's julieleone.com um, and look after yourselves. Stay safe and well.